Welcome, sports fans, to the 13th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, August 19th, 2022. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Remember, everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal. And never bet what you cannot lose. Always good advice. Last week was the college review episode. Go back and check that out. Today, we'll be recapping last week's picks, pick some new baseball games for you, and look at what's going on with the NFL preseason games. Let's have some fun. So who's on the field today? We have the man with the plan, Mike. Good Friday morning to you all. We have our brother from another mother, Dave. Happy Friday, everybody. And I'm Jeff. Hopefully here to learn something just like you. So we had quite a bit of picks going on last week as we discussed the college uh, review as well. So last episode, we went through quite a bit. So let's recap where we ended up. Mike, how did you do last week? We are looking at my fifth straight winning week. I know. Uh, If you've been listening to me, you may have made a couple of dollars, which is always a fun thing. Uh, Last week, I went five and one. So you actually would have made four units because uh, I'll go over my one loss first. I had a big upset in baseball. I took the Pirates plus 240. It was a 4-3 game, top of the eighth. Pirates had the bases loaded with one down, and I'm like, oh man, this is my last game too. So I'm like, I'm gonna hit them all. And of course the Pirates turned into the Pirates and they did not score. So they ended up losing five to three, but my Dodgers won, Braves won. Uh, Browns looked a little shady at the beginning. Um, so far, I think they're paying Watson about $23 million a yard. So maybe the Browns might want to think about that a little bit. But as predicted, the Browns are a deeper team. So they came back and easily handled the Jaguars. Uh, San Francisco, they uh, they started off great, which I thought they would. Then they held on at the end to get a late touchdown to cover the two and a half there. And the Panthers, with their quarterback battles, played all sorts of good quarterbacks. And they eventually won two. They actually won outright. They were plus two. So... That's where my five and one came in. It's a four unit, a plus four unit week, which is always a good week. Nice job. Five and ones that they're four and one. That's great. And five consecutive weeks, Mike. Fantastic. Dave, did you uh, five and one, four units? That's right. Five and one, four units and five weeks in a row of winning weeks. Yeah. A lot of numbers, a lot of numbers too early in the morning for these type of numbers. (laughs) A lot of numbers. (laughs) Awesome. Dave, how did you do last week? Uh, Similar? All I do is push, push, push. Um, I went three for three. No matter what. Three and, yeah, no matter what. Um, I went three and three. So New York, uh, Boston over was a loser, loser. Uh, I did pick up on the Dodgers. Um, Mets and Scherzer crapped beds. So that was a big L. Uh, I did better in preseason NFL than I did in real baseball. Um, <laughs> the Green Bay, San Francisco over won easily. Uh, I think I almost had that at halftime. Uh, Kansas City decided not to show up at all and not to play anybody, I guess. Chicago wants to continue to try to be the champions of the preseason because they won again last night. Uh, So that was a loser. Uh, But did get the Carolina over uh, through them trying to, you know, figure out who wants to be their quarterback. So uh, three and three. Three and three. Got the juice. Juiced. All right. So for me, guys, I for the weekend, I went six and three. But uh, for baseball, I was pretty happy with the way it turned out. For MLB on Friday, I was four and one. 
the Mariners uh, won as expected, six to two over the Rangers. It was, it was an easy one. The, what the game that I, I liked here that I was surprised it went the way that it did though was Athletics and Astros. Astros did come out with a win five to seven, as expected there as I picked, but the uh, they didn't stay under. I did want the under there. Glad I didn't parlay it. Stayed away from the parlay to keep the win, but I, they ended up uh, scoring. 12 runs instead of keeping it under eight and a half like i thought so that was my only loss for the day and then uh ended the day up with the win with the under for the diamondbacks and rockies game that's the one i thought that vegas had way wrong at 12 and a half um as being the over underline and i they came in at eight so uh, i was pretty happy with that and recognizing that that early so that was my four and one for friday much better than i did on this uh the, the nfl preseason the opposite of dave where I pushed, where I went two and two on Saturday. I did like the Browns, uh, same reasons Mike uh, stated, deeper than the Jaguars, and they came out with that solid win there, 24-13. And then I had on Saturday the um, Bills beating the Colts, 27-24. Uh, uh, to 24. That was a good win. They were, I think, getting some points there as well, and they won outright. And then, you know, back to the game that Dave just mentioned, mentioned the Chiefs and the Bears. That was my one of my losses here because I just hate the fucking Chiefs. No matter what I do with the Chiefs, I lose. And that's a throwback to a previous episode. But, boy, <laughs> those Chiefs get me every time. You know, they just lose 14 to 19. And the Bears suck. Like, I just don't understand that one at all. And then, of course, thought that the Bucks are going to the Buccaneers are going to come out strong, and they didn't, and they lost outright to the Dolphins. So that's uh, two wins, two losses on on Sunday for NFL preseason. So overall, though, guys, for all the games that were going on and all the the things that we looked at, you know, I, I think we did pretty good. I think the audience could have well, won a few bucks depending on who they listened to and which picks they took, but. I think that's good. I think we can continue this streak. Mike, do you think you can continue it for yet another week of wins? And if so, yes. what are you what are you seeing this week for ML? Well, we also forgot to mention that we threw in a bonus pick. So we actually which one? Gave, that was the Ravens last week, which we mentioned. So so yes, even our bonus picks are hitting. So this is this is a good time to listen to us. Well technically our, our both our Cubs uh, the Reds pick over the Cubs was a bonus pick that won. And yes. the Ravens pick was a bonus pick that one as well. I just took those out because we did talk about them um, on the episode last week. But you're right. right. Those were wins for last week. Right. We just got to remind the people out there that, you know, we're doing pretty good. Now's the time to listen to us. So now, looking over at baseball, and this was actually a very interesting day for baseball. I couldn't find anything that I really liked, but I did manage to find some games that I just liked. Um, <laughs> first one I want to go over is uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, that one seems relatively easy. You got McClanahan pitching, as uh, Dave would tell us. Um, they're minus 200. They're at home. Uh, they've been hot lately. They won five of the last six. So, and the Royals are not good. It's an intriguing over number. It's only six and a half, which is very low. But I stayed away from that because I just think that McClanahan is uh, not going to give up any runs. So I think the Tampa Bay minus 200 is a, a pretty good bet against the Royals. Um, going to flip over to the National League for this bet. I've got uh, St. Louis uh, at minus 175 against the Diamondbacks. Um, mainly because... Uh, 
Cardinals have been pretty hot lately, and they're getting a, a little bit of vintage Albert Pujols in the in the process. Uh, he's actually hit like four home runs in the last six games. He's up to 690 in his career now. Uh, he had a pinch hit grand slam yesterday, uh, and uh, they're actually streaking out. And as usual, the Cardinals are in position to make the playoffs, uh, which they tend to normally do. So I think. Now's the time to start putting some money on St. Louis. I've got them at minus 175. And finally, I have Oakland and Seattle. I got the over seven and a half there. Um, I, I kind of like Seattle in this game, but the one th- they've got a pitcher that's seven and 12 going and they're favored and I didn't like it. So I would. I think Seattle's going to score, but I don't think pitcher uh, the Gonzalez is very good. So that's why I think it's going to be a close game, high-scoring game, and I only got to get a uh, uh, eight runs to get that over. So let's hope for a five-three Seattle win, and we'll we'll call it a day on my major league picks. So I got Tampa, St. Louis, and the Seattle Oakland over. Nice. I think I reviewed all games completely different than what you like there. So this nice. is going to be good for the audience because we're we'll talking about different games. I actually looked at that Mariners athletics over as well, went back and forth on it. So uh, interesting to see that you decided to pick that. Dave, did you see any uh, commonalities with what Mike had to uh, pick there or what did you like? Yeah, actually I had one that was uh, the same. I was uh, going to the uh, all Scottish picks here with uh, hmm. number one, uh, McClanahan. I do like McClanahan. I like Tampa Bay. Uh, minus the, I got him at minus two hundred five. Um, the other Mick that I like is the McKenzie from the Gardos uh, Guardians at minus one thirty. He's a he's a really good pitcher, and I think it's as long as they can keep it close. The Indians or the Guardians have figured out a way. There's Boy, a dollar in the jar. <laughs> they found that they found a way to just win games late. Uh, and they're a very exciting team to watch. And then. Um, the other thing that I've seen too is uh, I do like the Dodgers with Anderson on the mound at minus two sixty-five. Mike, question for you with uh, Pujols, um, you know, coming out of his shell here and finding some youth. Uh, not knowing um, if you've heard anything about this, but is there any um, rumor, truth to the rumor, that Pujols and Tony Larusa have been like sharing Cialis with each other, you know, in bathtubs <laughs> near the, the shoreline of L.A. Baseball um, is very, very good to them. <laughs> no speaking less. <laughs> Sharon Cialis, nice. Yeah, yes. Get them back, the back together. Yeah. She'll like it too. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. I think Tony. I think Tony's like one step away from being in the um, uh, over in the you know the the nursing area, just sitting there like chewing on his hand or something. <laughs> it's like I'm good at baseball. I know I'm good at baseball. Yeah, sure you are, Tony. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff's going, who are those two people? I <laughs> said <Yeah. laughs> you guys go with it. Cialis, random names, Mike speaking in an accent. Man, fucking it's gold. Leave it, let it go. Uh but Dave, so so let me get this straight. You picked on every, you picked everybody that has a Mick in front of their last name. Is that is that except, right? Yeah, except for Anderson for the Dodgers. So okay. Uh, I like the Dodgers minus two sixty seven. I, I think they're they're playing a weaker team this week. And um so I, I I like them and I also probably would like them to win the series as well. 
Excellent. Well, I picked some different games, guys. And going to what I was looking at here, uh, I went through quite a bit. I think it's a strange week of games for some reason. You had some really bad teams playing each other. So it's always, you know, looking at like who's going to be the worst out of the two. So I had some trouble with that. Um, but here, here, I went, the first game I picked, I picked the early game at 220 here, Eastern time, the uh, Brewers and Cubs. I liked, uh, I liked the under there, actually. I went back and forth on it, decided that 9.5 here um, is a bit high. And I wanted the the under. Uh, Thompson is nine and five with a three point six seven ERA. Uh, the Brewers are fourth in hits allowed. They don't allow a lot of hits, and neither team really have a lot of capacity for for blowouts. I mean, the last time they played each other, it was two to one, and it was just two days ago, I think. So I mean, it, no, two days ago. Let me see if that's if I said that one correctly. No, it was July sixth. So that was like yesterday. Time flies when <laughs> when you're having fun. Uh, but no, there was two to one last time they played each other. I think it's going to be a low scoring game again. I think that the pitchers on the mound uh, for them for at Ashby um, is not going to perform much in it, but the, it's okay. The Cubs aren't going to be hitting a ton. So it's uh, it's good under there, under nine. That's why I like that, under nine and a half for the Brewers and the Cubs. I'm going to the Guardians game today. Yay. So uh, nice. going there at seven ten. So I got to take the Guardians. I'll be there in the crowd. I do like McKenzie. At uh, he's you know eight nine three point one four ERA. I think the game is going to be somewhat close. Um, there's going to be a lot of hits. I, I you know the, I think that's how this game is going to go. But I do think it's going to be a good uh, good game to watch. Uh, Lynn on the mound for the White Sox. Nothing special there. Uh, even though the Guardians didn't look all that great against Detroit, I, they are a better team than the White Sox, and they need to show up and and play like it. I think just with the pitcher matchup, uh, Guardians will get out to an early lead and be able to uh, to keep it as long as they keep keep the bats uh, keep the bats moving. So I do like the Guardians at minus one thirty, and then I also liked the Giants uh, at the Rockies. So uh, that game, what time is it? It's about seven forty or so Eastern time. The Giants at minus one sixty five. Uh, you know the Rockies are the 29th ranked for the most runs allowed. So, you know, I, they're just having some trouble there, uh, you know, with those those Rockies. And actually it dropped. It's uh, it's down to 155 now uh, for for the Giants. So I guess I'll like it even more. But it is, uh, it's Wood versus Urena. And Urena is going to be uh, Urena Pickle. for He's a one in four and with a 4.80 ERA. I don't think he's going to be able to do much on the mound against wood uh so i do like the giants that game giants are a better team and they're gonna come out and and beat them quite handily but they're both off losing streaks there's another thing i found i noticed a lot too a lot of games today that their two matchups are both are coming off losing streaks which is which is strange either they're both off winning streaks or both off losing streaks i thought that was odd for how the games i looked at but uh uh you know the giants have lost two and the rockies have lost five so someone's gonna break their streak and I think it's going to be the Giants, not the Rockies, for putting Urena on the mound. Whatever. And then the last one is uh, the Angels versus at Detroit, 7-10. I like the over 7.5. Uh, yesterday, it was a 13-10 to 10 game. So uh, I think they, they're going to continue to stay hot. They're going to continue to hit. So uh, I think that uh, uh, you know a lot going on there. And they have Manning on the mound, who is uh, kind of un- untested here for Detroit against Sandoval. Uh, but he's no, you know, he's not going to win any awards this year. But it, that's why I think they're going to both put up a lot of hits. 
and it's going to be a high-scoring game. So back to uh, the Brewers, uh, under 9.5, Guardians at minus 130, Giants at minus 155, and then over 7.5 for Angels in Detroit for my pick. And uh, that wraps up my Major League Baseball. Hopefully we stay hot, and hopefully you guys do too uh, listening today and use this to make some good picks and make some money here on Friday, August 19th. So that's baseball. We have football coming up. We have many days of football to go through. And I'm going to go back to Dave here to kick us off for what you're seeing for the uh, the preseason games you like that are coming up. And we can either go, uh, if you want to go day by day or go the whole swath of the weekend, uh, whatever you like there, Dave. But I only saw a few games that I liked. What did you see? Yeah, there's only a few that I like to. So I, I three that I identified. Uh, the first one is actually going to be tonight. And that is uh, the Patriots over the Panthers minus four. And I think just they, they have to bounce back and have something that they could do for Mac Jones. And I think that's going to be the mentality that uh, Belichick's going to bring into this game is we're going to put him in a good position and we're going to continue to put him in a good position until he's figured it out. Uh, so I like uh, New England, um, Kansas City. I'm going to I'm going to go with them. I think it's still a. It's, I think it's the dress rehearsal for the real Kansas City. I think they have some pains that got realized in that first uh, preseason game because they look like crap. <laughs> um, so I think Kansas City is going to have to put some stuff together here, and I think they do it this uh, this week. Uh, they are minus five um, against the Commandos, uh, who will not be wearing underwear for that game. <laughs> and so it's going to be Kansas, Kansas City minus five over the Commandos. Uh, and then... I, I think that I, I just based upon the fact that they won 21 in a row, I got to go with Baltimore minus five because all they do in the preseason is win. And uh, I anticipate they're going to win a lot during the regular season as well. So uh, New England minus four, Kansas City minus five, Baltimore minus five. Nice. Nice. I wonder if we'll see how this pans out with, with Baltimore, Mike, um, if it goes around the horn here. But what did you, you see for, for preseason? Well, I'll, I'll eliminate a lot of the drama. I picked the Ravens minus five um, for the exact same reason. They've won 21 straight, and you'd be a fool not to believe that streak is going to continue. Uh, again, 2015 was their last loss. So it, if I look correctly, it's 2022. So I feel pretty confident that it's not just a uh, passing, passing trend here. That would be seven years, <laughs> which is crazy. So I think the Ravens uh, minus five is a good pick. Um, I also agree with Dave on New England. I had wrote down last night, New England minus two and a half and woke up this morning and is now New England minus four and a half. Um, Belichick was embarrassed last week. Lots of questions. They're they're doubting his manhood. They're doubting his ability to coach the team. And as we know, whenever you doubt Bill, he again contracts with the devil and <laughs> comes out and shows everybody how wrong we really were. Um, while I do think Carolina will play good quarterbacks to the whole through most of the game just to get everybody playing time, uh, it's it's New England at home. I think uh, they'll probably play Mac Jones a little longer this time. They'll have a little more coordinated effort and they will look much better. And the last game I picked was actually a total. 
on the Jaguars. I got the Jaguars and the Steelers uh, at over 42 and a half. Um, again, they're going to have, uh, the Steelers will have, they have a quarterback battle between Pickett and Brissett. Um, and Kenny Pickett looked actually really good last week. So I think that, um, did I say Brissett? Trubisky. Brissett's on uh, the Browns. My bad. The Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trubisky is going to probably come out to try to win a job and Pickett looked amazing. So I think he'll come back down a little bit, but I think again, Jaguars defense, as we saw against the Browns last week, uh, not very good. And the steel and the Jaguars will play, uh, Lawrence a little bit, get him a couple of things, a couple of series, I should say. And, uh, I see 42 and a half being pretty easy. So hopefully a 21-21 game at halftime, and then I can just relax. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, again, we looked at a lot of different games. I, you know, it, preseason's tough. It, it's about, like, you know, we, we've commented previously about it depends on, on who doesn't show up and what they're going to be looking for. I also think, and part of my review here that I do uh, for preseason is, is kind of about just who's the deeper team, and uh, it just it just depends on what you know what caliber of talent, even at your second, third, fourth, fifth, eighteenth string that you're bringing in to test out how well they're going to be able to perform against the other team who's doing similar things to test out their um, their depth as well, and and in particular items they're going to be looking for on both sides of the ball. So that kind of leads a lot of my decisions here, uh, and it's going to be a common theme with my picks on Friday. Um, you know, I stayed away from the New England game just because I just. I agree that you don't mess with Belichick, but I just don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen there. So I stayed away from that, uh, but I did like the Rams over the Texans. The Rams are getting two and a half points at home versus the Texans. I mean, if the Texans even like, you know, are able to, you know, wear full uniforms on the field, I'd be impressed. <laughs> like, like they, they, they just are not a competent team and the Rams are. So like, I don't understand why they're getting points at home. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. So I think that from what I look at here, this looks like a miss and I don't understand why the money is going on the Texans. So I'll take the Rams getting two and a half at home all day long against the Texans and twice on Sundays when that happens. Um, so then on Saturday, I kind of kind of went a little crazy. I guess I picked more games than I thought I did. I was making a lot of notes and I'm like, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one too. So I took the, uh, the chargers getting our minus three at Cowboys. I just think the Cowboys aren't that great of a team. I think the chargers, um, are, and I think that we're going to see a lot of, uh, offensive, uh, maneuvering here for the Chargers. They have, they're, they have some things to prove, some things to test. We're going to see some wide receivers uh, uh, making some moves. So I think minus three is an easy easy choice here for the Chargers. But I, I like an underdog for my next game here is the, the Broncos at the Bills. I'm taking Broncos plus six. Bills didn't come out looking all that great uh, last week, uh, even though they had a pretty good fourth quarter. The rest of it wasn't phenomenal. So uh, I think Broncos, I think they're going to be a better team than expected this year. They have new ownership. They have a lot they're going to want to put out on the field to show that they know what they're doing and they have things under control. Preseason is a good time to do that, get the people who need exposure out there. So they're getting six points at the Bills. I thought that was high. If if that was a little lower, I would have stayed away from it. But uh, plus six is a good number for me. So I like the uh, the Broncos at the Bills. And guess what? On Saturday, I like the Ravens too. Who would have thought? I think they're going to try to continue this uh, 
the series on Sunday uh, uh, with the Ravens at the Cardinals. So they're minus five and minus fives are always, I don't know, good, good place to be when, when you're given the points, but I think the Ravens are going to be a a better team than expected this year. They're going to be tough to play uh, all the time, but especially in preseason Cardinals, I aren't going to be, aren't going to be too much of a force to reckon with against this multi-year streak that Baltimore is uh, delivering. I think they're going to want to continue that as long as they can. Minus five is a great number for the Baltimore Ravens to continue to win on Sunday. And last but not least, Falcons minus two over Jets. Uh, Jets aren't great. Falcons are not all that great, but I do think that the Falcons are going to come out and try to win this. Uh, and the, you know, on the under the bright lights of Monday Night Football, uh, even though it's at Jets, I do think the Falcons are going to take this one away because they have a little bit more to prove, and the Jets are working on a lot. I bet they're going to be working on a lot of individual development, um, which isn't going to necessarily put points on the board or key points off the board for the Falcons. So I think the Jets are going to be putting in some work, but it's not going to translate into a win for them. But uh, so the Falcons minus two is a good pick here for Monday night football. So even though I said I had trouble picking games, I seem like I picked a million games to go with and we'll see how they turn out. But it's all on the same theme of who has a who has a, a deeper roster and, and what I think they need to uh, come to the um, table with before they get to the regular season games when this stuff actually matters. <laughs> So Jeff bringing us the Chinese buffet of of choices here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to get a salad. (laughs) I don't know why. Like I said, I I was really trying to to look into, I I just, I have a little bit of trouble with preseason games because I, I, I try to look at consistent performance. I try to look at historical performance. I try to look at, you know, those types of things when I'm, when I'm looking at a, a matchup and you just don't have that a preseason. And even if you thought you had it, it's not going to be what they're going to bring to the next game, even for what they did the previous game, because they they do have to work out, uh, you know, work out their rosters and work out some people they want to see uh, during these, during these uh, preseason games, which is why they have them. So I just have a little bit of trouble trying to get, be really confident. Even though I did pick a lot of games, I can't say my confidence level on any of them are, um, all that high except for Baltimore because you know the streak right. has to continue. So that's my take on preseason. I hope it helps our audience with their picks they want to make. It's fun to bet uh, the NFL. It's fun to bet preseason, and let's see how these things uh, how these things turn out. So those are NFL picks for the weekend through Monday. That's fantastic. Getting back and getting excited about football season. College football is around the corner too. Love to hear that, but uh, you know, any uh, any any shots we want to take at uh, Mike and shots using the term intentionally there for losing his bet on Deshaun Watson? Oh, I like <laughs> my blends neat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I uh, wow, I, I thought I had a second chance there, uh, with all the uh, reviews going on, and everyone's like, oh, the Goodell's gonna be tough on this player. Well, there you go. 11 games, five million, five million, right? Five million and counseling, which I'm sure he's, he's really going to take seriously. Again, no matter what the NFL did after they went, after they disregarded the previous judgment, they were going to be wrong. There is no, the only thing they could have done is suspended him indefinitely. And it would have looked like the NFL was doing something possibly right. But once they took that judgment and they said, nah, we don't like your judgment. We're going to review this further because we think he's guilty. Once you're assuming that he's guilty of what he did, you have to come down 
harsh because you're, you're saying this guy is actually a sexual offender or, or guilty of sexual assault. And we need to do something about it, or at least set an example that we're not going to tolerate that type of behavior. And right. I think no matter what they did after that point, they, they just they kind of put themselves in a bad position. They just what someone famous once said: they they fucked themselves into a corner because they they they, <laughs> they 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 were taking on the responsibility of not following the arbitration that everybody agreed to, which means they thought they had a different reasoning for what happened. So. Well, they, they screwed it all up from the beginning. Like the the judge actually said that he was a predator. Like the the, the judge, was, but by rules, six games was all that she could do, according to the NFL bylaws. And then from there, the NFL stepped in again. Yeah, it's like, well, how did you not know that? Like, how did you not know that this judge, even if they they found him, you know, guilty? Not guilty. Uh, well, yeah, guilty, I guess you would call it. And the worst that she could, the biggest punishment that she could give was six games. Well, you're in a position. Uh, you knew that going ahead. And then you took over. So you like, you hired someone to do the outside position, heard their thing, went, no, nah, that's terrible. Now we're going to negotiate. Like, you're negotiating a punishment? Like, no, you don't negotiate a punishment. You hand out punishments. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a negotiation here. I'm assuming you don't negotiate punishments with your kids, gentlemen. Do you? No. You hand them out based on their behavior. And I don't know. It's just the NFL. Plus, I, I think it's crazy that his first game back is against Houston. They just want ratings, and that's that's just it. They just want that game to be a spotlight game in Week 13. Are you saying the NFL is concerned about money? Uh, I'm. Wait, wait. This just in. <laughs> NFL is concerned about money. Yes, they don't need to be concerned. Like all the people that think that games are fixed and games are this, blah blah blah. It doesn't matter who plays. Like the preseason is getting ratings. Like all you have to do is not fuck it up, and they do their best they can to try to fuck it up. Because if you suspended Watson for the year, your ratings don't tank at all. Now that you only suspended him eleven games, you know your ratings still aren't going to tank. Still going to be popular. So just do the right thing. I don't know. And it cost me two Blantons, and I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't like losing. I like a, I like a double. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get nothing in like it. <laughs> uh, well, at least it's final, and they can, we can all shut up about this and just move on and play some football, and nah, I don't Amen. really care. And when, when he gets busted again for doing inappropriate things, we'll all be like, well, that's not a surprise. <laughs> Well, the other thing that's interesting is that, like, if you look at the Michael Vick thing, like, he got punished, went to jail, and he came back, and he was rehabilitated. Like, now he's big into animals, and they're actually, like, well... He's always big into animals. Oh, but on the positive side versus the negative side. And Ah. uh, the same with, uh, like, Roethlisberger got suspended. He never got in trouble again. Um, Like... It does seem that when these guys get in trouble once, they don't fall back into it, with the exception of whoever that Browns wide receiver was, I can't remember, who just couldn't get off drugs. That was just weed. Gordon. Gordon, that's it. No, if it was just weed, I think it wouldn't have been nearly as bad. I think it was more than weed. 
Yeah. So you're saying so, that you're saying that even though you made fun of the NFL for what they do about punishments, their punishments have been effective in the past. Well, the rehabilitation has. I don't think the punishments are correct because well, how, I mean Ben Roethlisberger wasn't re- rehabilitated; he was just punished. Correct. And well, he got four games for one instance, which was settled. And Deshaun got eleven games for twenty-four. And then Brady got four for deflating footballs. So there you go. All right. Follow so, the logic. Follow the logic there somewhere. So we'll uh, once, you, once you start screwing with the game, that's when they get hacked off. The outside stuff they don't care about as much. Okay, right. just as right. long as they can take care of it, sweep it underneath the rug, make an appearance that they're doing what is supposed to be ethically done. But as soon as you start screwing with the game, that's when they get really pissed. Yeah, yeah, they do. So, any Ooh. soccer picks, Dave? Actually, I do. Yes. All right. So we're heading into week three here of the Premier League. And I got two. These are about as guaranteed picks as you can get. Okay. Mm. So I'm putting my own cash on these things. So uh, Tottenham is uh, playing the Wolves. And the Wolves are absolute trash. Um, Tottenham's minus 255. And then I got Man City at home. I love my city at home. They are absolutely great. And they well, this, these are money lines, okay? So there's, there's, you know, they don't have to cover three and a half goals or something silly like that. Um, and Man City minus two seventy. So those are my two Premier League picks this week. All right, put me down. I'll, I'll join you. That way, All you right. can pay for your own damn Blantons. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you winner, in? Winner. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I picked enough. I, I picked what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games this uh, this weekend. So I think I'm wow. good with those picks. Very good. Excellent. Well, that wraps up soccer. That's our soccer minute. So, uh, <laughs> anything else in the sports world that we would like to cover for our audience? This has uh, been a very uh, a pick-filled episode. So, is there anything else we need to discuss? Is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Not much exciting live news. So, I guess I don't have anything good on there. Did they get paid? I, you know what? I did not follow get follow-up information on that. Apparently, they're keeping it hush-hush. So, nothing's been released about that. Uh, I think they are eventually. PGA met. They they brought in Tiger Woods to meet with them to kind of figure out what they wanted to do. Um, there's now concern that they're going to try to ban live golf uh, members from all the majors. And if that happens, then I think it, it'll become really interesting. Right now, they can play in the majors. So and that's all anyone really cares about is the majors on the golf tour. So we'll see what happens with that. So with Liv, I guess, you know, when you get your, you, you think it's your paycheck coming and, you know, you open it up and it just says Khashoggi and you go, Ooh, okay. I'll ask later about the money. Oh, geez. Geez. <laughs> what? Wow. Was it too soon to, to make fun of the, wow. the, the, the prince? Like, come on. Man. Well, when he listens to this, I'll apologize. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
All right, guys, on that note, let's call it here. Another fantastic episode of You Bet. So if you like what you hear, make sure you download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And also follow us and especially get some bonus picks and some other great commentary out on Twitter at You Bet underscore podcast where we're doing some more engagement talking and picks out there. Uh, thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor. And good luck with all of your picks, everybody. Have a good weekend. See you, everybody. Peace.